I decided, okay, I need to map out what needs to happen. So I, I didn't sleep. I just, I just wrote out what I refer to now as my lifestyle rehabilitation statement. I mapped out, I gave myself five years. I wrote a deadline. I felt like that was important. You gotta have a deadline. So I said five years and I gave myself some rules. I said, I had to, you know, I want to set goals, but they have to be all positive. There can't be anything, any even negative words weren't allowed like debt. The word debt, I didn't want to have that in my goals because I didn't want to be repeating the word debt all the time. So I had to think abundance. So it was really hard. Like this it was hard to, for somebody that was in my position like earlier that day and then flipping the switch to being this positive mindset guy. It was really, really hard for me to, to turn the, uh, the dial in that direction. So I had to be hundred percent positive. I had to write everything as if it had already happened. So it wasn't, I want to lose a hundred pounds by in five years. It was today's date is June 17th. 2012, I've lost hundred pounds and I feel amazing because I feel confident. I can shop anywhere. My joints don't hurt. I'm, you know, I'm like full of energy and all this positivity. And, uh, but it, it had to be present tense as if it already happened. I had to have emotion behind it. And the other rule was that I had to read this every morning and every night until it either happened or the five-year deadline expired. And that was like the contract that I made with myself. That is the awesome Adam Shibley, and I'm Brian Falchuk. The Do A Day Podcast. Will you hear from the most inspiring people who have been through hard times, overcome them, and have turned around to help others with what they've learned? I'm your host, Brian Falchuk. I know because I've lived it myself. I've written about it in my book, Do A Day, and that's why I'm bringing you this show. Remember, today's a new day. Go out and do it. Hey, day doers, welcome to another episode of the Do A Day podcast. I am pretty stoked to bring you this one. Not that I'm ever not excited, but this isn't just a great guest. I kind of feel like this guy is like my spirit animal, if that's not too weird to say, because he's, he's awesome, and we have so much in common and just totally clicked and vibed. Um, I mean, down to like the fact that we were both wearing blue blockers when we recorded this, which is ridiculous, but awesome at the same time. I'm talking about Adam Shibley. Adam had me on his show, The uh, Million Pound Mission, which I will get to in a second. And we could not have clicked anymore. I, I literally like I felt like I was talking to my twin brother. It was just awesome. Um, and I was like, dude we got to flip the mic around and got to have you on here. And you will see in about three seconds of this episode, how right I was. Adam is, uh, he's a PhD, but not in the sense you may be thinking. This is a, a term he has coined that stands for previously heavy dude. I love that. He's the host of the top ranked fitness podcast, the million pound mission. He reached a point in his life where he weighed, get this 327 pounds. I thought I had it bad at 270, 327, and he was already having weight-related health issues in his late 20s. I mean, that's, you know, that's like, that's when most people are at their healthiest, um, and, and he was already succumbing to it. So really heavy, already impacting his life, and he decided to overhaul his lifestyle and his fitness, and he ended up losing over 100 pounds, super inspirational, and he's going to talk about why and how and the tools that he's used not just to do that but and this is why we're like we're, we're you know we click so much is it wasn't just about the weight it was about so much more and he's achieved so much more 
So he took that inspiration from his own transformation and his own weight loss, and he started a boot camp program, and he helped people lose over 35,000 pounds in his hometown of Bloomington, Indiana. That's amazing. And he's not the kind of guy to stop anywhere, not just not stop there. So he's now set his sights on inspiring over a million pounds of healthy results through his podcast, through his coaching, and his million pound mission boot camp. Um, Adam's awesome. He's got the greatest energy, I think, of any human being possibly on the planet, at least that I've met. Like, that's a pretty fair statement. Um, he runs a gym, he runs his, uh, his boot camp that I just mentioned. He's got, you know, the podcast. He's also a husband and father. And um, he's, I don't want to give away everything that he's got going on, but he's got some pretty cool stuff going on um, that, uh, or, or some of it already went on by the time this comes out, but we talk about something that's coming up. Um, it's, it's amazing stuff. You got to listen. Adam is so inspiring. Cool guy. A lot of fun. You're going to love this one. Adam Shively, thank you so much for joining me today. Brian, I am fired up. Uh, I feel like our energy is very similar, and we are going to deliver one heck of a good show for your audience here today. That's awesome. No pressure whatsoever. <laughs> um, for those who, since we, we just do audio, and yeah, we were saying maybe we'll release a little bit of video clips, we are both rocking some uh, highly fashionable blue blockers. And if you don't go back to that 80s rap commercial, there's something wrong with you, because that's, that's <laughs> one of the best songs that ever came. Maybe it was the 90s. I think it was the 80s. <laughs> Uh, we it's, might have to splice that in. Yeah. All I know is we look awesome. Yeah. And if, if people don't get a chance to see the video, like we have to find a split screen somehow because otherwise we'll be denying our, our adoring fans the pleasure of seeing how cool we actually are. <laughs> yes. And it's not just for fashion. There's a, a medical reason behind it. It's about sleeping better, but that's whole, maybe a whole other podcast. We could talk yeah. for an hour on blocking the blue and getting to bed. <laughs> that'll, be, that'll be one we have you back on. But tonight is probably going to be a little bit more exciting for people because I'm like you said, you're fired up. I'm not sure that you have a different way of being. Maybe you do, but, uh, you are your intensity, man. You've got energy and you've got a really cool story that, um, I told you this when you had me on your show is like, I feel like I'm home. Like I'm geeking out on the, like anyone with the weight loss journey. That's, yep. that's my jam. Yep. Um, so I'm psyched to have you on and, uh, and I shouldn't, I shouldn't ramble anymore. I should just let you get into it. But like who, Really quickly on the, the today side, who are you and what are you doing? And then we'll, we'll get into all the buildup to what that came from. Yeah, it's, it's interesting because today I'm a, a totally different person than I was 10 plus years ago. And so right now I'm a, I'm a podcaster. I'm a, a fitness coach, uh, I'm a person that likes to help people transform their body, transform their lifestyles, and just make those changes that you and I both know are so hard to make but are so worth it. And that's why we both kind of nerd out on this is like we see people cross that threshold and we help them get there. And that's what fuels our fire. So that's that's where I'm at today. I'm a, I, uh, I own a gym. I've got uh, several hundred gym members. I've got the podcast. I've got an online audience that I work with and coach. And it's all about helping people navigate that transformation journey, which starts off with a lot of weight loss goals and things like that. But we dive into the mental component uh, really, really deeply because I feel like that's what makes the difference. So it's what made the difference for me. Yeah. Well, and 
one thing you don't have is hundreds of thousands of pounds because you've been leading this movement of losing a million pounds and, and contributing. It's like people can donate to the cause, but you're donating that weight loss, which is awesome. But there's there's uh, there's power. There's a movement behind that. But what people shouldn't do is look at that and be like, oh, it's just about weight loss. It's just about like, oh, you know, if it, like uh, you see all these biggest loser competitions at work. It's not that at all. You're talking right. about the transformational power of bringing your life to a different place. And so once you give those pounds into the movement, they're gone. They're never yours to bring back. And that's all right. about that weight loss, uh, that sorry, that life transformation. Right. Um, and you're not just preaching that as like this fit uh, Spartan kind of dude. You've got the backstory that you, you lived it. Yep. Yep. Yeah. It's my, my business story and my own personal story. They are intertwined. They're interlocked and everything basically 10, 10 plus years. I think I'm actually almost 11 years now. Uh, I found myself at that rock bottom moment where a lot of people find themselves. Yeah. And you know, it's that point where we feel like the world's kind of caving in on us. I was 327 pounds. I was depressed. I, I had thought I'd found the woman of my dreams and she was getting ready to move an hour away. And I was upset about that $40,000 of credit card debt. Just, wow. like, I felt like the, every, I was just circling the drain. You Every know? kind of weight yeah. possible, not just the physical. Yeah. 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 The weight of the world was on me. So, yeah. uh, I had been somebody that, you know, I'm, I was a typical mid 20 year old guy that was like, you know, I got myself into this mess. I got to get myself out of this mess. And I wasn't really open to other people's thoughts and, and getting help from other people. Sure. But I had had a couple of friends that had slid some personal development material across my uh, my doorstep a couple of times. And uh, one time there was a DVD called The Secret, The Law of Attraction. Yeah. And the first time I had it, I pretended to watch it. I was like, oh, that was awesome. And I didn't watch it. And I gave it back to him like, this guy's a weirdo. We're no, we're no, no longer friends. Uh, so <laughs> then the second time it came back around. Uh, it, it, it sat on my DVD player long enough that it started to collect dust, but I just kind of hit this rock bottom moment. I was in the grocery store. I was feeling the pressure of all that debt. I didn't know if I'd had enough money on my credit card to be able to actually to pay for the food that was in my cart. Uh, I was just unhappy, unhealthy, having health problems, relationship issues, all that stuff. I felt it. And the first thing when I walked in the door was I saw that stupid DVD sitting there and it was just full of dust. And he said, I said, you know what? Let's just see what this has to offer. I just felt kind of drawn to watch that. And so I watched it. And I don't know if you, your audience is familiar with the secret, the law of attraction. When you first kind of get into it, you're like, okay, this is, this is a little bit different. It's a little yeah. bit weird. It's a little bit out there, but it was exactly what I needed to hear because what I was attracting to my life, I, you know, I, I called my, I refer to myself that self as a crap magnet. My crap magnetism was awesome. And we all have those people, Brian, like I'm sure, you know, you have some buddies from back in the day that were always like complaining and whining and this. Everything was going bad and just negative, negative, negative. Dude, I didn't, kinda, I didn't have buddies you don't like that. You. No, that was me. You know, like, yeah. it, like, oh, I'm asking for a friend. I was the friend. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I, yeah, I think so, a lot of us are in that boat. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, maybe this interview is going to be a wake-up call for somebody that realizes, like, oh, wait. Like, if you're wondering, like, who the crap magnet is and you don't know, it's probably you. Like, that's yeah, one of those yeah. girls, you know. Uh, so I watched the DVD. It lights me up. It was my first ever taste of personal growth and personal development. Like first ever. I had never, you know, I had never like dove into books, you know, just whatever I had to read for school. And that was it, yeah. you know, and 
it just lit me up. Like I was, I wasn't always like this, this on fire guy, but that was the first dose. That was the first spark that ignited that mojo that just burns within my soul now. And that night I watched the DVD multiple times and I decided, okay, I need to map out what needs to happen. So I, I didn't sleep. I just, I just wrote out what I refer to now as my lifestyle rehabilitation statement. And I mapped out, I gave myself five years. I wrote a deadline. I felt like that was important. They talk about it in the secret. They talk about all this goal setting stuff that I was kind of diving into. You got to have a deadline. So I said five years. Uh, so this was, uh, you know, like I said, now almost 10 years ago that I was doing all this stuff. So five year timeline. And I gave myself some rules. I said, I had to, you know, I want to set goals, but they have to be all positive. There can't be anything, any, even negative words weren't allowed like debt, the word debt. I didn't want to have that in my goals because I didn't want to be repeating the word debt all the time. So I had to think abundance. So it was really hard. Like this was hard for somebody that was in my position like earlier that day and then flipping the switch to being this positive mindset guy, it was really, really hard for me to, to turn the, uh, the dial in that direction. So I had to be hundred percent positive. I had to write everything as if it had already happened. So it wasn't, I want to lose a hundred pounds by in five years. It was today's date is June 17th, 2012. I've lost a hundred pounds and I feel amazing because I feel confident. I can shop anywhere. My joints don't hurt. I'm, you know, I'm like full of energy and all this positivity. And, uh, but it, it had to be present tense as if it already happened. It had to have emotion behind it. And the other rule was that I had to read this every morning and every night until it either happened or the five-year deadline expired. And that was like the contract that I made with myself. And I was like, you know, I'm not the smartest guy. I'm, I'm obviously not the best looking guy. I'm not the coolest guy. I'm not the richest guy, but I am the guy that can show up for myself every morning and every night for like 30 seconds. You know, I can give myself 30 seconds in the morning, 30 seconds at night and just show up for this because I'm worth it. That was the day I decided that I'm worth it. And it, it, I did that. And so in, in the next five years, every morning, every night, I got up out loud, no matter who was around, Brian, yeah. no matter who was around, and I'm reading it, you know, today's date is, is June 17th, 2012. I feel amazing because I've lost 100 pounds. I'm in a relationship that I love. And I'm like just blasting it out there. Yeah. And it wasn't like I just put it out there and then I sat and just attracted all these things into my life. It was, like, you know, that's where people get confused. Like, this yeah, is they think the BS. secret's like, just say it and then don't do anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's it's attract and then act, you know. Yeah, yeah. You can't spell attraction without that action. And you got, you know, we, we put that out there. And the morning session was like, you know, like standing in a hallway and you turn the light switch on. You can see the doors that are open in front of you. Yeah. That was just keeping me aware. It was getting my radar out there ready to go. So I knew what areas I wanted to try to increase, uh, you know, just make some momentum for. And then at night, I would read it again and I would, it was accountability. If I read through that and I felt like I didn't do anything to make even a baby step in the direction of any of these goals, I had to do something before I went to bed. So even if it's 10 push ups or read a blog post or listen to something or, watch the secret a little bit, you know, I had to do something every day, just a little drip, just a little, just just chipping away, chipping away, showing up for those goals. Because I had, like I said, I decided that I was worth it and the effort was worth it. So I would just put in effort every single day. So five years later, uh, you guys have already heard 
you know, the, the spoiler alert, you know, I, I lost over hundred pounds. You know, people started asking me, how did you, how are you doing it? You look great. So I started helping other people that yeah. led to me for, forming a boot camp. that led to me in that five year goal period. I helped my hometown lose 35,000 pounds through my boot camp, Wow, which is nuts. Yeah. Right. And that's when people started hitting me up. They're like, dude, you gotta, you know, start a franchise. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, ah, I don't really, that wasn't my jam. I'm not really, I don't have a life goal of being in the boss of a lot of people. You know, yeah. I'm not, yeah. I'm not, I'm not, you know, that's just not my jam. So I, I was looking for other opportunities that make, you know, a bigger impact. And then podcasting comes along and uh, we start the million pound mission podcast. Like you said, people can go on, on the website, millionpoundmission.com and just donate their weight loss. They hear our conversation today. They do something, they get inspired. They lose one pound. They can go on millionpoundmission.com. There's no barrier of entry. You don't have to give me your email address. You donate it. You become a part of the million pound mission. You know, Brian, when you came on my show, I told you someone's gonna get inspired by this. You're a part of it now. Yeah. You know, and your audience is a part of it now. It's not my mission. It's our mission. And we're going to get healthy. That's the goal. The, the measurement device is, is the poundage, but the goal is health and happiness and confidence. And that's what you and I are all about. And that's, yeah. that's why we wear blue blockers and jam out on podcasts. Together. <laughs> <laughs> so there's so much I got to go back to. Um, there, but there's one phrase that's just completely sticking with me. And uh, I wrote it down because I want to get it right. But it's, you said, I decided I was worth it. Yeah. And that to me is like, it doesn't matter what else you do. If you, you know, I talk about self-love and people get weirded out by the phrase, but like, eh, I'm not touchy feely or like, what are you a hippie? Especially when they find out I'm vegan, they're like, oh great. Like looking for my dreadlocks and the hacky sack. <laughs> um, it's hard to have dreads when you're balding. I'm just saying that. But so to say, I decided I'm, <laughs> I decided I'm worth it. Like, that's the whole point. If you, like you had been living with this sense of I'm not worth it. And that's what, yeah. to me, like, that's the source of the, the crap magnet. You know, it's like, yeah. if you're not worth it, why would you have any good being attracted to you? Yeah. And it's like that, that to me is the essence of the secret. It's like flipping that on its head and recognizing like, you know, you do deserve good things to happen to you. Cause if you don't feel that way, you're never going to have anything else. You, cause one part of you, whether it's conscious or subconscious is always going to sabotage. Yeah. It's like, I love it. You just kept saying that and you forced yourself twice a day to reinforce that message, which yeah. I think people probably hear that and they're like, oh yeah, I can do that. I'm not really actually going to say it out loud. I'm not actually going to reread the thing every day, but it, it does matter. Yeah. And especially like doing it in that like power pose, bold stance in the morning, it yeah. actually has an impact on you as stupid as people may think you'd feel doing it. That's your choice. You can also feel empowered doing it if you allow yourself to. Yeah, I did it completely naked too. No, I'm just, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> just the blue blockers. <laughs> yeah, just my blue blockers. Completely naked in front of my window where my neighbors could see me every morning, every night. Uh, no, that wasn't the case. But no, you, you hit the nail on the head, Brian. It's for me, it was about getting outside of my comfort zone. Like I had to realize that I was worth it and then put myself out there where I was uncomfortable. Yeah. And that's why people will, will say, oh, yeah, I'll do Adam's thing and I'll do the, the statement and I'll read it. And then they don't follow up on that because the, that's why they call it a comfort zone because they're really comfortable. Just kind of a lot of people are really comfortable being the person that's trying to lose weight. Yeah. And once they start actually losing weight, they kind of get into that jam a little bit like, oh, that's cool. But then they start going, I can't maintain this. This isn't a lifestyle. And then they they fade back and they, they don't realize that they're just shifting momentum. And it's really yeah. hard. Like when you have a lot of weight to lose, especially like I did, 
Like I had to make some serious sacrifices where I was out of balance, leaning towards the healthy side of the equation for quite a while. But then eventually you start to rebalance a little bit and you find a whole new comfort zone, but it's in a healthy place. Yeah. So all these awesome habits and those things that used to be a pain in the butt became a habit. When they, once they become a habit and become a lifestyle, and you're like, wait a second, I enjoy burpees now. What in the hell kind of voodoo is going on here? Yeah. And uh, it's, it's a pretty cool place to be though. And But it's all, it starts with that repetition. It starts with that positivity and it starts with being willing to give up the ego and get out of your comfort zone. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. And I think, um, I mean, that's, so the secret gets, gets panned for being like, it's silly. And so it's, you know, it's like, okay, you're just going to say that you have it, but, but you're, you're showing like, it's more than just saying it. There are specific actions and there's that you stuck with it. And that's one of the things I wanted to go back to is how did you keep yourself on that task every day of like, you said, no matter who was around, what else is going on? Like you still made a point of refocusing your mind at the start of your day. You started with a focused mind and you closed with that sense of purpose and focus. And you did that every single day that that can be tough for people. And yeah, it becomes habit. But how do you work through to keep going so that it is that habit and it's not something you question? Yeah. Well, for me, I knew I had to make it something. I knew I had to do something every day. Because that was my whole thing. I, I I didn't have any of those other advantages. You know, I didn't. I wasn't like a trust fund kid or anything. Where I'm like, I have unlimited access to money that I can just figure things out with. You know, I was just like, I need to make this so stupidly easy to accomplish that I would feel like, like I, I would feel like just a complete idiot if I didn't take 30 seconds. I'm like, if I don't have 30 seconds in the morning and 30 seconds at night, then I really don't want to. Then you know, I don't want to accomplish this goal, obviously, if I'm not yeah. going to show up in that way. And with me, it's about the the why versus the why nots. And I had to make sure that my why, and this is true with any goal, the why has to be greater than the sum of all the why nots as they, as they stack up. So with a weight loss journey, if you want to lose 100 pounds, what's the why behind that? What's that thing that's going to fire you up and get you out of bed when all the why nots are, you know, it's early. I, I want to yeah. get up to class. I'm sore. I'm tired. My kid is sick. You know, I, I'm not spending as much time with my friends. I like drinking alcohol every night. Da, da, da. You know, they just stack up, stack up, stack up. What's the why that's going to trump all that and yeah. make you say, "Well, I'm going to do I'm going to do the healthy thing anyway." Yeah, that's that right. was that was the key for me. You know, that was and part of that was I infused that why into my statement, so I was regularly just just plugging that into my brain so that I was reminded of that. And that so there was a synergistic effect of I made my daily task so stupidly easy that. It was, you know, it wasn't like I got to do a thousand pushups every day because that's that's like, OK, that's going to take some time. That's intimidating. Yeah. You know, there are physical demands there. But this was just a little bit of time, a little bit of repetition showing up and then reigniting that why that was infused in the statement that I was that I was putting out there into the universe, attracting. Yes. What what was your why and how would you find it? Well, the why for me was like I was just tired of feeling just beat down by the world, feeling out of control. Yeah. And, you know, my health wasn't in my control. My relationships weren't in my control. My finances weren't in my control. And I was just like, this is no way to go through life. I'm, I'm in my mid twenties. I know I've got potential, you know, yeah. I've like, you know, I, I've got a lot of, you know, that I, a lot of energy and a lot of things that I can feel like I can give to the world. And I knew that was inside of me. So 
I just knew that I had to lock in and, and show up, like I said, and, and the why kind of grew. And that's how, you know, a lot of people feel like they've got to have this moment and they have to find the giant why before they even get started. And a yeah. lot of times you get the goal that fires you up, it gets you moving and the why grows, Yeah, you know, and that's, and especially as those why not start to stack up, uh, it has to, or it doesn't work. So yeah. that, that, that was, it was, it was a why in progress. That's no, that's fair. Why not is really attractive. You know, it's like every, uh, I'm an early riser every morning. Why not is like, it's kind of comfortable in bed, you know, yep. like the, and I'm a morning person. So I will, I just get up anyway, but yep. yeah, it's all, there's always something more enticing. Every piece of food that you probably shouldn't eat, like, yeah, it tastes good. You know, all those yep. bad choices, like there's a lot of enticement to them. So you do need a more powerful why. And, uh, I mean, look, I like, you know, because I've told my story and people listening obviously know about it, too. But like I had a why in 2011 that was crystal clear and empowering to me. And that was more than enough to carry me forward. But it still evolved. I mean, like, I, I don't know if I shared this with you, but I have on the show before. It wasn't until some some podcast that was on in 2017 after my book came out that some guy called me out that like it doesn't fit with what I'm talking about. It's not deep yep. enough. And yep. that's where I pushed to the next level. So it's like, that's cool. But yep. I, good thing I didn't wait, you know, seven years or six years, whatever it was to, to get there. Like start moving. If something's firing me up, go with it, but don't stop doing that work. Right. Cause there's right. more, there's more layers of the onion to peel. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a, there's a concept that I, that I teach called the transformation timeline. And a part of it, the, the, there's three phases. There's the, the initial phase, uh, which I call the coachability phase. That's where something exists that I call the black hole of fitness doom, the black hole of fitness doom. That uh, and that's where most over. people, yeah, that's where most people get stuck. You know, they, and that's where they think the transformation starts and ends. And that's that spiral of, I start something new, I lose weight, life happens. I gain my weight back and then around and around and around and they get stuck there forever. And we have to break out of there by being coachable, allowing someone else to, to help teach us how to break out of that. We have to understand our danger zones. We have to understand how to handle those life happens moments. We have yeah. to be able to identify, analyze, and over, and plan ahead for our danger zones. So if you, it doesn't matter what diet plan you're on, what fitness plan you're on, if you have the same hole in the road that you keep driving the car into. Yeah. You know. So we, that's the key thing. You go to the second phase is what I call the uh, healthy lifestyle balance. That's where we start to sort and sift and start to make it a lifestyle. You know, we've sacrificed, we've escaped phase one, we've gotten some help, we've gained momentum. And then we have to start to reestablish a new healthy balance where we don't go all the way back to where we were, but we start to kind of get, you know, it ingrained into our lifestyle. And then the third phase that basically why, you know, you reminded me of this when you're, when you're talking about, uh, the why building is I call it new purpose, new identity. What happens when you lose your weight? What happens when you hit that weight loss goal? Who are you now? Cause you've had all this momentum of being, I've been the biggest loser, the hundred pound person. And that's been driving me forward. Now, who am I? I've seen so yeah. many people hit that wall and bounce off and gain their weight back because they don't have that next level of purpose and identity and it crushes them. Yeah. You know, I, I've seen, and it sucks. Yeah. I talked to a guy, I interviewed a guy, uh, two days ago that was on a, one of the weight loss TV shows, lost 250 pounds in one year. There was a nine month gap between when they finished filming and when it aired, he gained it all back by the time his episode aired. 
And then he went, he's lost it again. So he's lost 250 pounds twice in his life. But he, that, that concept hit home with him where it was like, okay, I I didn't have that new purpose, new identity. And that's why I bounced back so quickly. Uh, And that's, you know, that's part of the journey, but building that momentum with our why and always looking at what's going to keep us fired up, what's going to keep us inspired. uh, And uh, it's so important. And, you know, as you and I both know, people that have have done it and kept weight off and, and, uh, you know, we're people always look for that end line. They're like, Oh, and now I'm done. You know, but it's always like the journey, you know, it's, it, I could go eat a whole box of Oreos right now, Brian, and I could crush it. And, uh, you know, and that would be very easy for me to do, but you know, my goals and my why and my inspiration right now, keep me. Yeah, 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 exactly. Exactly. Um, I don't know if you, maybe, you know, this, I, I did relapse it took a lot longer. I mean, it wasn't nine months, but I, I got halfway back to where I was at. And, uh, if, if I didn't have that moment, I definitely would have kept going. I'd probably get up 150, 200 pounds over where I should have been, where I am now. Yeah. Um, yeah. and it's cause I didn't have the why yet. I had a, I had a weight loss reason that was too external, too simplistic, too material. You know, it was about not being seen as the fat kid. Yeah. And that's why I was curious about your why. And it's like, you know, it wasn't just, I don't want to feel this way or I don't want to look this way or I don't want to be this guy in society. You also tapped into those, that sense of who you were inside and yep. that potential. Like that's again, a sense of, uh, deciding that you were worth it. Like you saw the thing inside that was worth it, that needed to come out. That's what lasts. Cause once that's out, that's who you are. Like you, yep. your why was your next identity. For yep. me, it was about other people's interpretation of me, or at least, me seeing myself through their eyes, probably they probably didn't care about me. It was like, you know, it's, I, I call it like, it, it's like they're a puppet. I'm just, I'm uh, they're the, they're the little puppet in my hand and I'm interpreting myself through their eyes. Right. right. Um, but then you lose the weight and you're not the fat guy anymore. And so what are you doing? And you, you, your, your, why your purpose, your identity has nothing to do with the new world that you've created. And if, if you don't identify with that, then yeah, it'll slip right through your hands. Yeah. Yeah. And for, for me, something, I'll tell you two, I'll give you two examples of a really, really interesting, uh, thought on what we're talking about right now with the why, and really it's it helped me clearly define motivation and versus inspiration and the difference there with my gym. Uh, I have people all the time that are like, I want to, you know, I'll have a client that'll lose 50 pounds. They're like, I want to give this to my, my brother. I'm going to pay for his boot camp because he needs it. And he'll, they'll pay for their brother and, and the brother, he won't even last like three days. I've yeah. had, I have a 0% success rate for anybody that does not pay for their own program that doesn't walk in into the door and say, I'm doing this for me. Uh, I, and I tell people this now, I'm like, listen, you might as well just go burn that money because it ain't going to happen. Like yeah. I had a guy that was morbidly obese. His boss spent over a thousand dollars on his program. Didn't last a week. And because we think, oh, they'll feel guilty if they don't you know, I spent all this money and they know it, they'll feel guilty and they don't last a week, you know, because it's not about them. They didn't, they didn't bring this on themselves. Another example is contests. I used to run contests and like give away money and stuff and the people would win and none of the winners ever lasted. They all gained their weight back because it was the wrong motivation. They were doing it for that eight week championship prize and not for, I need to change habits and get healthy. And once the contest ended, so did their focus and motivation. Right. Boom, out the door. Yeah. We've we've got a uh, my day job, we've got a multi-time winner of the biggest loser. 
uh, you know, we've got like a biggest loser contest at work and everyone's like, Oh, you should participate. I'm like, well, first of all, I don't have any weight to lose. Maybe a pound or yeah. two here or there every now and then. But so I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm healthy, but I'm not going to do anything. And second of all, like it's the same people in the top five or top 10 every time. Yeah. Cause yeah, they're doing it for the wrong reason. Yep. hundred percent. Yeah. hundred percent. Correct. Look, I don't know. I don't know if you tried to lose weight either by your own hand or someone else's growing up, but I certainly did. Um, by someone else's like, you know, my dad was obese, he's a doctor. And so he either seeing him himself, his childhood self in me and watching me struggle with my weight the way he used to and wanting that to be different. And then also being a doctor and being like, well, this isn't healthy. I need my child to be healthy. So there was all this pressure. And like, he got me a personal trainer at one point when I was like fourth grade or fifth grade. Oh my gosh. Like, I, I didn't, I don't want anything to do with that. Like I wasn't ready for it. Yeah. So I did, you know, I did it. I did my exercises. I filled out my chart and everything. I didn't lose any weight. I mean, literally not a pound. I, yeah. I definitely got more physically capable. Like he did fitness tests and I, you know, like I was developing within that it was probably good for my like, uh, motor neuro control and that kind of stuff as a kid, just developing. But, uh, it didn't do anything for my weight loss. As soon as it was done, it was done. And it was, yeah. you know, it was like another, I don't know, almost 10 years before I actually started the journey to lose the weight the first time. Yeah. Cause it, you got to do it for you. And yeah. you're absolutely right. People have the best of intentions, but you're trying to use a carrot and a stick on someone else's mind. And there's emotion, backstory, trauma, subconscious things you don't even understand. And if they're not ready to figure out the why it's, there's no point. There's no point yeah. to doing it. Yep. You're hundred percent correct, man. It's, it's sad too. It's, and people get real bummed out about it. I've seen some people have some pretty big fights about it. Like I spent all this money. You have to do it. Yeah. And, whose fault uh, is that though? Yeah, exactly. You I mean, like, and especially since I told them, I'm like, this yeah. won't work. hundred percent won't work. Yeah. Uh, but he'll be the one that's different. Okay. I'm telling you it's not. <laughs> well, you know, good for them for thinking that about the person, but at the same time, what they actually need is the introspective work. Yeah. So find a way to help get like those friends you're saying who kept putting the stuff in front of you and you weren't ready for it. A lot exactly. Of the time. Exactly. But once you were ready for it, look what's been unlocked. Yeah. People reach out to me all the time where they're like, well, my spouse isn't being supportive or my kids eat all this ice cream in front of me. And I'm like, first off, you need to make this about you. Yeah. You don't ha you don't have to all eat the same thing at the same table. The, the key thing is like you're together as a family. People get really caught up in that. Like, my kids ate something different than me and my, my husband. And I'm like, well, you just need to lead by example and you're not going to force it on them at all. And a lot of their own insecurities are just coming out if they're kind of being jerks about it. Yeah. And, but eventually, you know, they know that you're serious and they love you. They're going to support you and, you know, they're going to get on board. You know, most of the time they do. And and if not, it usually, you know, there's other problems that exist that need to be worked out. You right, know? right. Yeah. And, and there's a commentary about you that you need them to do those things. Like that's your choice. It doesn't mean it's easy, but that's your choice, whether that affects you enough not to keep going on the path of caring for yourself and the way that like that, that to me is a sign you get stuff to work out. Right. Why does, you know, it's like, like my wife catches me when I'm looking for my father's approval and there's, you know, like it's a great guy. And I feel like we're knocking my dad tonight. Um, <laughs> But no, he is a great guy, but it's like, there are moments where I'm like, it, it's kind of that childhood, like, you know, tell him about some big accomplishment at work. And it's like, yeah, I mean, there's nothing wrong with telling him that, but I can tell like, if I don't get a big reaction from him, I'm kind of like, oh, you know, a little deflated. 
And she'd yeah. be like, why did you feel that you needed that? You know, and it's like, oh, that's, you know, I need to reflect on that. Like, why am I looking for validation from him? What, like, I should be validating myself. And, right. and if he's not going to, he's not going to get all, you know, excited about it. Why does that take away from my experience of it? it just means he doesn't right. understand or maybe he had a bad day or whatever. Yeah. But we shouldn't need the other person's approval to go down the path of good for ourselves. 100%. Yeah. When I started my transformation journey, I didn't give a damn what anybody else said. Like, I, that's why I was out there shouting out my, my goals and, and doing all that because I knew what I wanted to accomplish. I knew what I needed to do. Uh, I didn't understand how to do it all the time, but I knew that I needed to keep showing up and, and being the person that, that I was visualizing, my, visualizing myself to, that was I was becoming yeah. and, and show up as that person every day and put myself and walk in those shoes. And it didn't matter what anybody else said or the way they, they looked at me because eventually they started saying, damn, man, you look pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It all comes around. Did you ever get the... Um like people like, Oh, now you should ask, like my mother's best friend was like, Oh, you should ask my daughter out now. Now you should ask my daughter out. It's like, now you're a good enough human being. Did See, you ever get any of that? Well, the interesting thing is, um, I, I told you when I, when I first got motivated, I was in love and the woman was moving away, right? An hour away. And I was depressed about it. Well, that woman her mortgage fell through and she didn't have anywhere else to, to live. So she decided to commute to her, to get her, her, uh, her PhD. And she ended up living with me and we just celebrated our 10 year anniversary a couple oh, weeks wow. ago. So, you know, two kids later and all of this. So that now was kind of, yeah, that was like the, the <laughs> old, that was like the only thing that was like this law of attraction voodoo worked. It works. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you willed her finances to fall through. What a know, horrible human awesome. being. It was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> well, and now she can't feel bad about it because I'm sure she loves her kids and yeah. But the, yeah. The thing is, that's when I weighed 327 pounds. Like she fell in love with me then, so I oh. know she loves me. You know, I know yeah, that yeah. she loves me. You know, so I never went through any of that stuff. Like she's been with me from the jump on that. So, um, so yeah, I never had the whole like, hey, you're a good looking fella. Let me set you up with my daughter now that you're not fat anymore. Yeah. <laughs> you wow. know, none of that. My my. My woman, my, my wife was my partner, you know, right that's from a, the get Yep. That's a very real relationship. That's awesome. Yep. yep. Um, you know, one thing I'm curious about is, do you still, well, you, you wouldn't say the same things twice a day now because you've already surpassed them. So do you have a daily mantra, a daily routine, and, and how do you keep that fire burning? Yeah. I, instead of doing, so I crossed the five-year thing. I, that, the cool thing was on, on the date, all right? So June, it's either 12th or 17th, I think it was 17th, 2012. That was my deadline. Uh, one week later, I walked into my brand new 8,000 square foot fitness facility. I was like one, I was seven days late, Brian, because of stupid zoning in my town. The zoning people screwed me, but I was like, I was so pissed about it. I'm like, oh, I'm going to be seven days late. I, I accomplished everything else. I had lost all the weight. I'd made an impact. I'd found a career path. I was inspired every day. I was in love. I had a child, you know, the whole thing. Wow. And about seven days late, I wanted to open up my own business and have my own facility. But that morning I walked in and I had a hundred people waiting to work out with me at six in the morning. And five years later, I'm this other completely other human being. Yeah. And I told, I told the story. I said, guys, here's what, here's what I did five years ago. I never, that was the first time I fully explained it. 
like I've explained it to you and your audience. And I had people just like freaking out, like crying, like, whoa, that is crazy. It is, you know, and it, 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 so I knew that I had to keep the process going. So now, now what I do is I do uh, 90 day sprints. So uh, I've just, I know that right now in my life, I've got so much potential. I can't even fathom. Like I I was trying to do the five year thing again. I'm like, well, I did everything in a year this time or I did it, you know, it's like, there is just like things are growing so rapidly and the good stuff is happening so quickly. I can only handle 90 day chunks at this point. And yeah. there's no perfect number for anybody The you just have to try it out. Like I always get a lot of people that want to try this out and uh, I wholeheartedly endorse you to, to give it a go and, but make it a work in progress. If you yeah. feel like five years is too far out there, it's intimidating, you know, do a month, do just do a week. Like what does a perfect week look like? Put yourself in that, in those shoes and, just put that out there for seven days straight and see what happens. Yeah. You know, it, the the key is is getting dialed into that thing that inspires you. You do know, you, that's the key. Do you think you have to at some point? You know, I, I I'm totally with you. Where like some people may not be in a place where they can do, or they can, whether they feel that they could do the the five year or the one year or the ten or whatever the number is. Do you, and, and so I'm like, you know, if this is what gets them rolling, if this is what gets them in the practice and starts them getting towards better all for that. Do you think there's a point though, where they do need to say, where, where do I really need my life to be? What's the, you know, it's like, I would say like, you know, you and me losing hundred pounds, the goal is hundred pounds. It was never five pounds. And I get that hundred pounds is too scary. But for me, it was like, I have to set the goal at 100 because losing five pounds, that's a step along the way, but that doesn't change my life. And I want, I want to set a goal, like a, a real goal, not a little thing you're trying to you know, tick the box and get done, but a real goal of the transformation point. So do you think that, can you just do it as like the snowball or do you need to at some point recognize that, okay, now I can do this exercise. Where am I trying to go big picture? I think, uh, that, that's a great question, Brian. I, I read a book two, you know, a year ago, uh, by Michael Hyatt. I love Michael Hyatt's stuff. Uh, best year ever. And he talks about two types of goals, achievement goals and habit goals. So I started using this, these terms because I like them a lot. And so I view like we both needed a big achievement goal, that hundred pound yeah. goal that finish line to cross, that that barrier to break. So it might be uh, for people that want to run uh, their first marathon, or that want to bench press 200 pounds, or you know want to get married. You know, those are like the achievements. That's yes. that, fin- that finish line. The habit goals are the things that are the steps that we can use to build up towards that achievement. So what can we do on the daily basis, or the, you know at least a weekly basis? that will build momentum. So to use like a sports analogy, I'm a big basketball fan. Let's say that you and I are on the Golden State Warriors and our, and our goal is to win the NBA championship. That's the achievement goal. Our habit goal would be to shoot 500 jump shots every day. We know that that won't guarantee the, the, the achievement goal, but it increases our chances of success. So with me dropping the 100 pounds, that's an achievement goal. For me, my habit goal was show up every day and read my statement twice a day. And that dialed me in and kept me accountable. It kept me focused. And that increased the odds of me achieving that big achievement goal, the 100-pound goal. Gotcha. All right, cool. 
Because I do, I, I totally hear that. Some, some people just don't feel like they're in a place where they can do that. Maybe it's too dark. Yeah. Um, I still think, you know, I, I always say like, well, if you say I can't do that, then yeah, you can't. Like as soon as you say that word, then you're done. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, do, I seriously commend that whole no negativity in the goal piece. Like that, that may sound simple to people. Well, oh, it's, it's like, hard. you know, don't overeat. Don't. Yeah. And it's like, well, wait, no, that's, that's not what you're, you're not trying to say five years from now, I want to not overeat. Well, that's a, yeah. I used to say yeah. like, I think I told you this. I used to describe myself as like, I was spent half my life obese and the other half trying not to be. It's yeah. like, that's not who describes their life as like, hi, I try not to be fat. Yeah. No, like, yeah. what are you trying to be? Yeah. It's not about the I mean, negative. That would be a great action step for your audience is like, just try to write out, you know, what you want to achieve in the next month. Like what, you know, if you could have a conversation with you a month from now and everything goes as you know planned, it's perfect with your health, with your job, with your relationships, what does that conversation go like and try to make it all positive. And it's going to be a challenge, you know, no, no like, like I said, the word debt, I couldn't say, well, I'll be out of debt or I won't have debt. I'm, I've erased my debt. It would be, I live in abundance. I can shop wherever I want to shop. I, I live with uh, confidence in my finances. You know, it's really not to say like I'm stress free because I don't even want the word stress in there. You yeah. Know? Good so point. I mean, it's, it's hard. It is yeah. very hard. Um, but it's so, you know, it lights you up. It's yeah. just like adding that fuel to the fire every day and not having anything negative. People really struggle with it. I mean, they yeah. really, really struggle. When I have clients go through this, it's like five edits later, we finally have all the negative words yeah. edited out, you know? So, uh, you know, it's, but it's, it's a work in progress and people need, just need to chill and take the pressure off themselves and allow themselves to go through the progress, you know, the process. It's not going to be perfect uh, and just get dialed in. And like we said earlier, the key is to get started. The perfect time to start is now, yeah. not waiting for perfect to happen down the oh, road. That's, yeah. that's that's a huge mistake. Yeah. Well, I was going to say that the hard work of framing everything as a positive, that making your brain do that work will just like ingrain all those goals that much more because yep. you didn't just do it lightly and in passing. Like you really had to put the work in to get to that place. So it's more likely to really stick with you. Um, but what you just said about like waiting for that perfect moment, that's like, there's so many cases of that, whether it's dieting, it's like, oh, but you know, we've got so-and-so's birthday party this weekend. And then this is, and then we're going on vacation. I'm like, it, life doesn't work this way. It's, there's always something going on, whether it's like, you know, people are stressed at work is like, I just need to get through this big report. I'm like, oh, and then you have nothing to deliver for your entire rest of your career. Yeah. You know, like we just, you know, we had a really bad fight yesterday and we just, we need to get through that fight. I'm like, so you've only had one fight with your spouse and it's this one that just happened and you're never going to have a fight. No, like you can't just wait for everything to just be done. Cause that's not the way life works. And why not yeah. be able to achieve even when you're yeah. in the midst of all those things? Oh yeah. That, that's one of the main recommendations that I make to, to people that approach me for coaching. I know you do coaching and like, I'm like the best time to have a coach is when the you know what is hitting the fan. Yeah. Like, let's learn how to overcome this together. Not like, well, I've got, a, like you said, I've got a vacation and a thing. In between the two things, then we can do our coaching because then, you know, things are calm. I'm like, no, 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 no. Yeah. Let's start now because that vacation is the thing that always screws you up and sends you spiraling backwards and gaining your weight back. Right. So let's start now and learn how to handle that. That's the whole point. Like, 
you know, it's the hole in the road that I talked about earlier. You keep driving the car in the same hole in the road. It doesn't matter, you know, if you have a bike or you're walking or how fast your car is, you end up in that same place. So let's learn how to build a bridge over the hole and solve it. And we, that way we can get to the next side and set that next goal. Yeah. Uh, I, um, this is really bothering me because I'm looking at the clock and I was like, dude, yeah. And I want to ask you 73 other things. <laughs> um, no, it's, it's bothering me in a good way. Posit positive. Um, That's how I felt about our interview too. That's why we're going to go like live on Instagram. Like people do the whole thing. They'll, they'll get sick of us. You know, no, they won't. No, they won't. No, they won't. No, let's come on. That's not very the secret of you. The, the blue blocker tribe, the, the blue blocker bros. Yeah are in full effect. We're There's gonna no have stop. to pay royalties at some point to those people. <laughs> I don't, as seen on TV. Um, dude, you are, uh, the term awesome is thrown around a lot on my podcast. I would say that it's uh, completely appropriate right now. And I know I'm geeking out because we got all the similarities and we're talking about the same things and it's easy when you just keep agreeing with people, but at the same time, I'm right, you are awesome. I'm, I'm just, uh, I'm really glad that I got to, uh, not just, you know, have you on here, be on your show and get connected with you. Um, it has been super cool and just not to feel weird wearing orange sunglasses at night. You're accepted here, Brian. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> but no, man, I, I'm psyched. I'm always psyched to find somebody that can match my wavelength and my energy level. And we're on the same side of the battle lines. I feel yeah. like there's so much ego out there in the fitness world and in the health space. So like, do this my way because I'm the, the genius of, of weight loss and whatever. I feel like there's so many people out there that need help and there's so many different ways to help people. We're on the same side. Yeah. You know, totally. we're, and we, and we lock arms and go out there and help as many people as we can together. So yeah. uh, I'm loving it, man. I'm loving, I'm loving working with you and talking with you. Cool. And, uh, and I should say like, you know, obviously this episode, not a hundred percent, but very heavily focused on the weight loss journey. Cause that's, a big part of both of our stories. It's not the yep. only piece of it. Right. There's, there's a lot more to it. And if you're only catching weight loss, you're, you're missing the rest of this. Like there's a reason why we were obese and it's not because we were eating a lot or moving a little, you know, it's, there, there's a whole lot more to it, but all of these lessons, you know, the secret is not a weight loss book. Yeah. Right. <laughs> what we're talking about with, you know, you're talking about stuff that applies to really any of these battles that people face, any of the, the struggles that we're in. So it's, I know we're super weight lossy tonight, if that's a, a phrase, which it isn't. Um, between that, it's like, this is just about weight loss and blue blockers, nothing else. Um, <laughs> but it does apply really broadly. It's about being in that struggle and how we choose to bring ourselves out of it. And I, I love the points you made about framing things positively from that point of abundance looking out ahead, whether you can do that on a five year or a five day basis, getting yourself going. And, um, the phases that you talk, I mean, all of it, like this is, this is stuff that applies to any of these situations people are in. And the reality is all of us is we've all got something that it's like, look, I, I want to transform this aspect of, it. and that's why you say you're still doing it. You're yep. just doing it on, on shorter sprints. Cause if you set a five year plan, my God, be like, and I'm going to, I, I created cars that are powered by air and living on Mars. Like it's ridiculous <laughs> stuff. Cause like yep. what you gotta think if you've achieved what you've achieved so far, five years from now, that's uh, th there's a lot of stuff that's going to happen between now and then. Yeah. Yeah. There's no limit. There's yeah. no limit. The, the, the million pounds will be, uh, will be achieved and on, onto the next big achievement goal, man. That's the thing. Awesome. Um, so you mentioned million pound mission, um, 
com that people can contribute don't donate is that the word you use for contribute donate donate their unwanted pounds they they go on there and uh make that donation man that's that's, that's awesome. the that's the jam and it's it's about becoming a part of the movement more yep. than you know like you said whether it's one pound or 100 pounds doesn't matter it's about being a part of this and that that's where the value comes from and thinking about it more broadly than just weight um can people get to the podcast there and social media yep. and all that what's what's the best way to get a hold of you and, and see yep. what you're doing that's my main connection point, millionpoundmission.com. Everything connects through that. Uh, I'm super active on Instagram. I love – Instagram is my jam. Because um, it rhymes, yeah. so you know it's yes. yeah. Yes. So follow me on there. Send me direct messages. Uh, I've, I've been on a kick late, lately when people email me uh, or send me DMs. I send them a, uh, a video message back, and I, I talk to them. Like, so if, like, Brian emails me, it's like, Brian, thank you for the message, man. Da, da, da. You know, I, I blast some energy their way. Uh, I use an app called Bonjoro. That's just really, it's really cool. You should check it out. There's a free option as well. So uh, it's really neat. And, you know, so I'm not going to go off my Bonjoro rank. It's my new favorite app, but uh, I love to connect with people. So don't hesitate to reach out. Um, now, I would really appreciate if you guys would go and give Brian a uh, iTunes review on this. Uh, mention me, mention the PhD, the previously heavy dude. And we didn't uh, mention that acronym. That's, I love that PhD. The, the PhD, yeah. the previously heavy dude. Um, that, that is who I am. I actually, uh, I snuck onto a health podcast. One of the first big podcasts I guested on only interviewed doctors. So I, I filled did out, you, did you do I that? Filled out, I filled out my oh form, my God. Adam Shibley, PhD. And then I did like the pre-interview and it went really well. I was like, listen, I've got to come clean. PhD stands for previously heavy dude. And they were like, we love it. I'm like, all right, I'm on. Uh, so and I, I've been on twice. So they, 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 they bought into the PhD thing. That's I'm the awesome. only non-doctor. Um, I'm the, the first fake doctor that went on their show. Um, but no, I appreciate you guys leaving a review for Brian's show and, and support him because that's, that's uh, a big deal for us podcasters. And, uh, um, so that's, uh, something that I would, I would appreciate very much from you guys as an audience. Well, and they need to do that on your show as well. And I'm not just saying that it is, uh, I've, I've been on enough shows that I can be selective about it now. And, um, yours is one. I, I didn't quite pee my pants, but it was, uh, <laughs> close to that type of situation. I might edit that out. I might not. We'll just have to see. You never know. Leave it. Leave um, it. All right. I'll leave it in. And, yes. and I will say bonjoro. Uh, my mind immediately went to Bon Jovi without even thinking about the French word for hello which I'm sure they weren't thinking about Bon Jovi when they named it. Maybe <laughs> who knows? Um, we just come full circle to the eighties, but that's yes. all right. Um, awesome, dude. You are, you're incredible. Thank you for sharing all this with us and, uh, firing everybody up. Cause I know people are right now. Um, and we're going to close it out. You remember the line you do this with me? Yes. That was a, almost a question. Yes. You good. I'm ready. All I'm right. ready. All right. Thinking about how you're going to do it? Yes. All right. Today's a new day. Get out and do it. Do it. Do it. You went there. That's awesome. Yeah. Thanks a lot, man. <laughs> I appreciate you, Brian. How awesome is Adam Shibley, right? So much fun. And it's not just the blue blockers. He's a cool guy anyway. I just, I can't get over this thing where it's like, you know, he set, he set his whole vision and he was off by, what did he say, a week? Like, that's wild. He didn't just plan out his weight loss. He knew that that path to losing the weight, to being the fit, healthy person he wanted to be, 
was going to come with so much other change. And that's why I keep saying to people, you know, it's like whatever someone comes to me for in my coaching work, it just doesn't matter. Like, yeah, we're going to address that, but that's not the reason why you're there. You're, the reason why you're there is the whole picture. It all comes together. And Adam saw that. He set his sights on it and he went after it. And uh, it, it's, it's just, it's uncanny how spot on he was. Like he hit every single major aspect of his life that was going to transform. And he even got the timing of it. And that was huge transformation. You know, it's, it's pretty impressive. Um, I know you're fired up. So don't stop there, please. Go check out Adam. Check out his podcast. I link to everything in the show notes. You got to go listen to it. Listen to not just my episode, but he's got a lot of incredible guests. And if you liked his energy here, you'll like his energy everywhere. Um, he's also been a guest on some pretty amazing other shows, Positive Productivity, Inspired Conversations, Mindfulness Mode, uh, Learn True Health with Ash- Ashley James. He's been he's been all over the place. Um, check him out. Follow Adam. Check out the Do A Day podcast links also to subscribe if you're not subscribed, to rate the show if you haven't rated it, to follow me, keep up to date on everything going on with Do A Day, and I can't wait to see how everybody transforms their life just like Adam did, just like I did, just like I know everyone is capable of because today is a new day. Go out and do it. Thanks, everyone.